Hi guys, welcome to episode 22, brought to you by amino-pure.com, uh, our fats fitness, of course, our own personal podcast, Rejuvenate HRT, one of our sponsors. Uh, wanted to start today's episode, actually, um, to discuss a lot of good things that have been happening, actually, the last couple of weeks. Uh, we've been working very close, Team AminoPure has been working very close with um, Rejuvenate Labs with the launch of some of the best, most um, efficacious, if you want to call it that, uh, detoxifying agents in the marketplace today. Um, they've done a fantastic job of putting some of these two compounds. One of them would be, will be a uh, first phase detoxification um, agent called detox. And um, this agent actually is pharmaceutical, not pharmaceutical grade. It is purely pharmaceutical compounded in a pharmacy um, developed by a doctor in order to have the highest quality imaginable. So uh, a lot of dispute versus pharmaceutical versus pharmaceutical grade. Uh, I'm not going to get into that. Uh, just know that if it's not compounded in a pharmacy, it is not pharmaceutical. Um, so this is this this actual product um, will be being will start being shipped actually this week, uh, along with liposomal glutathione, which is our phase two detoxification uh, detoxifying agent. Also pharmaceutical, uh, compounded in a pharmacy for exclusively for Rejuvenate Labs, um, and a team of AminoPure and AminoPure is the exclusive uh, distributor for uh, Rejuvenate Labs. You could order through them. You could order through uh, amino-pure.com. Uh, that is a phase two detoxifying agent. Uh, liposomal technology is the future of um, supplementation. And uh, no corners were ever cut with these two supplements. I've done plenty of research along with Rejuvenate Labs. Uh, we have clinical data to support our claims uh, on its bioavailability. So we are stoked and super excited at that. I know that phase three is going to be a pharmaceutical digestive enzyme to go along with something else that's actually real special. It's gonna change the, change the game. It really is. Rejuvenated Labs will change the game in terms of what is being offered in, currently in the market. In terms of quality, you will not be able to buy, find anything that's going to beat it. Um, so we're excited at, at this partnership. We're going to be pushing really hard for Rejuvenated Labs. Uh, and uh, if you have any hormone issues, Rejuvenated HRT is our clinic for um, hormone testosterone replacement therapy or just uh, HRT in general for women as well. Um, and the sky's the limit for this company. I mean, really, it's 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 amazing what they've been able to do in a couple months. And now with the launch of Rejuvenate Labs, um, I think the sky's the limit. So we're stoked and we're happy to be part of that journey uh, moving forward. Um, with that, uh, this week was crazy. It was it was really good week uh, weekend. I actually decided to take a couple of days off um, to go out to uh, the coast and uh, the, the beach out in here in, this, in the Pacific Northwest. It was a fantastic day. Had a, a really, really good time uh, with somebody very, very special to me. And um, it was time to disconnect. It was time to really disconnect. I haven't really disconnected uh, from the hustle of everyday grind uh, of trying to uh, put as much content out there for you, the listeners, and at the same time, uh, do my own job and work my own, my own uh, living. And, uh, but I'm, I'm happy. I'm stoked. Uh, I can't say enough about this weekend. I hope you guys had a great Labor Day weekend and, uh, hope that you enjoyed a good time with your family and friends. Um, and, um, yeah, that's about it for me in terms of, uh, in terms of updates, uh, stay tuned for our new products coming out with, um, amino-pure.com, uh, it's going to be some really good stuff. I know we're working, they're working on a, uh, I have beta testing actually the, uh, amino pure, um, amino pump extreme, which was, absolutely stupid 
absolutely stupid. I know we're going to be doing some, they're going to be doing some additional modifications um, to make it even better because that's just the way Amino Pure, that's the way they roll. And Team Amino Pure knows it. Uh, our team has uh, not tried it yet. I'm the only, first one who's ever tried Amino, Amino Pump Extreme. Um, but Amino Pump itself is pretty crazy. Amino Pump Extreme is going to be stupid. Uh, it's just going to be a matter of price point and I think, you know, making sure that uh, we can dial it accordingly. So I uh, look forward to that. Look forward to some really high-end peptides coming. FST-344 is being launched, uh, which I really, I'm going to do a full um, discussion on FST. I hope that Jamie Pinder actually may be doing it with me as well. Shout out to Jamie, by the way. Uh, she was a fantastic in the awareness trilogy we're going to have awareness episode two coming up next week hopefully uh which we'll be launching and um then we'll wrap it up and then we're going to be welcoming uh my new co-host which i'm excited about that uh ariadami um coming into harfax fitness bringing in a lot of energy and her expertise in uh, functional medicine so shout out to to uh aria can't wait to have you on board here uh pretty soon and um Today's episode actually is going to be on adrenals. Uh, we have Jason Theobald from uh, Scooby Prep, Team Scooby Prep. Um, Jason brings a wealth of knowledge in functional medicine, and uh, we're going to be discussing all things adrenals. We're going to keep it short. We're going to keep it to the point. So uh, one thing I wanted to end and close, uh, be safe out there. You know, there's a lot of things going on in the industry in terms of protocols. I want to make sure that you guys are uh, acquiring as much knowledge as we, as we can put out there. For your safety, always think of your loved ones. Think of the people that really you, they care about you, uh, and and be safe. Push the limits, push the boundaries of, of fitness. Uh, we 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 love to hear the success stories, but do it in a cognizant manner where you are taking your uh, responsibilities as a dad, as a mom, uh, as a parent, uh, to ensure that your own safety and the safety of your loved ones. With that being said, welcome to episode twenty-two, guys. This is going to be Pure Fire, Jason Theobald, Team Amino Pure. Amino Pure. Here we go. Hi, guys. Welcome to episode 22, brought to you by Amino-Pure.com. We have a special guest today who has been on our podcast before, Jason Theobald. How are you, Jason? Not bad. I uh, just got back from training. Um, been a busy day, so sat right down after doing a little client check-ins, and I'm ready to talk with you fine folks. How awesome. many weeks out are you right now? Six and a half. Whew. Yeah. Yes. You look like yeah. you can go on. You can. You look like you can go on stage yeah. like tomorrow. Uh, <laughs> the only, the only thing in front of the cars was everything. I was like, that's vain. Thank you. The vein. I just think I, if I just got to get a little bit more off my glutes, man. But like, it's all coming, and I'm holding at 185, so I'm like right at my weight. Um, What's your cutoff? 185. 185. I can't be any higher, and that's like a 6 p.m. weigh, and I'm like 190 right now at 6 p.m. But it. I, It'll all be fine. Like I got six weeks. I'll lose like a pound of fat a week. It's just kind of cruising in, really. I mean, yeah. do you have a pound of fat to lose a week right now? Or does a fat? I think off my back and off my glutes, I can get that kind of loss. Everything else is pretty thin. Like I was training today, my like even my hamstrings are veiny, but like I, I think you know the upper legs by the hips and all those areas got to be dug out, man. So yeah, I think there's five pounds to drop. Wow. at that level yeah at that level what yeah. what 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 is your what is your stage weight going to be at more or less 192 i hope to be right i hope i don't lose another scale pound man that's my goal 
Um, you know, I don't supplement hard in the off season. So like right now I'm growing and I don't train heavy in the off season. I train more tempo. And right now I'm training heavy. Gotcha. Like I save all that shit for when I prep. And so like I stay lean and then those two months into the show, I kind of grow. Um, so that's, that's how awesome. I do things. Yeah. So you're 185 right now? Yes. In the morning. And then like 190, I was at the gym. Wow, that's awesome. Badass, man. We are looking forward to watching you get I on stage. It. That's gonna be so awesome for, yeah, for everybody. Because I mean I was looking at your pictures. Some, some of your one of your pictures I was looking at, I'm like, he's like, I'm eight weeks out. <laughs> like, there's some people that go on stage looking like that. Yeah, I mean, some would, but like here's the way I see it. Like, I'm pretty round for a white guy, you know, but like I, you know, some of these guys man, they're so bubbly. And like I feel like I gotta be the hardest guy on that stage to crack that top five and that's the mentality that i bring yeah that like i'm a little older so my skin is thinner so why not take advantage of that and just come in like as, as skinless as i can yeah those boys are good they, you it, it's interesting how every year you start looking at the men's not only men's physique because i think men's physique are some of them are monsters anyway oh, they're, yeah. they're they're bodybuilders bro <laughs> right but the, the classic physique guys are also getting bigger and bigger oh, they were that tampa was really impressive I mean, you know you know, it didn't really, it wasn't really intimidating more than it was just like, all right, I, I gotta, I gotta push this to get my shit. You gotta bring it, right? Yeah, you gotta yeah, bring, it. Bring, it. bring it. But they were good, man. They were real good. I, I saw like, that. Damn, I got six there last year. This year there was like 40 dudes. I'm like, wow, man. Because <laughs> uh, last year, everyone kind of took it easy a little bit. Not took yeah. it easy, but it's like not as many people were, were, no. were prepping. And so I think this year people actually had more rest, more off season. I think it's yeah. there. There's some fucking fire right now on that stage. Yeah. I'm bringing up this IFBB pro guy. He's a classic Z guy. Mm-hmm. And man, you, you got to see him. Chase. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'll, yeah. I'll do an announcement. Yeah. He looks. He That's looks, great. Just more competition. You know? Yeah, he looks gnarly, bro. It's he not bad enough. They all get better every year. But yeah, they do. They You look great, though, bro. Congratulations. Man. We, we look forward to seeing you up on stage. Kick some ass, yeah. you know, representing Scooby Prep. And, and we, we follow you and we, we, we admire what you do on a daily basis. So good luck with that. So let's jump into episode yeah. 22. Um, let's, let's start with adrenals. Let's start with the basic, man. Let's just talk to us a little bit. I know you, you have a lot of experience in functional medicine, functional nutrition coaching. Uh, it's been one of your fortes with your coaches. I, we work re- really good with, with a lot of your coaches as well. So talk to us a little bit about the basics. Let's not, let's not get too complicated with yeah. intricacies of how to repair it. Although I do have some, I had a lot of questions based on the post that I actually yeah, we did all that. However you want to do it. Yeah. So let's talk about adrenals. What are adrenals and how do they relate to your body? How does it function? Talk to me about yeah, that. I mean, your, your adrenal glands produce, I mean, they produce cortisol, but they also produce like hormones and they can even take over later in life. Like for women after menopause, uh, they produce DHEA. So, you know, your adrenal glands are pretty important and they're really important to your stress response. And so, you know, when we start talking adrenal glands, we start talking about, you know, cortisol and cortisol gets a bad rap, but really you need cortisol to handle stress. And so, you know, that is a good hormone. You want cortisol. It also brings down blood pressure. It's anti-inflammatory at its core. But when you get trouble with stress and it starts to build up and you're not metabolizing, that's when you get into problems with, you know, the adrenal fatigue or the hypoadrenalism, as you want to call it. And there's stages to it too. Um, So I don't know how, you know, far you want me to go, but for right now, that's, you know, I think a rudimentary background in what we're discussing. So here's a question. Would you say that the primary, that the primary hormone that is being actually made in the, in the adrenals is cortisol? Is that the primary hormone? I mean, 
yes and no, but like they do so many, so things. many like, things, yeah. you know, like, I don't, I don't want to say it's just a cortisol. That's why, you know, I was telling you there are other, you know, they produce, yeah. a little, they even produce a little bit of testosterone. Even, even, even when men, even people like, you know, in men, even in women, but like before women are in menopause, they're still producing even other hormones. So I don't want to say it's only cortisol. It's just cortisol is like a big driver in what we do when you're talking about adrenals, everyone thinks cortisol. Yeah. I think people forget too, that like the adrenal has, they have like different, uh, like layers too, and different hormones and different things are produced in those different layers. So like you have the medulla and you have the cortex. So like you have specific areas where things like DHEA are being produced versus other things like, um, like, like a cortisol response and going through that pathway. And uh, like, it can get worn down in different areas with that as well. So like you have your basically in your adrenals, like your blood sugar regulation, you have your stress response, you have your androgens and, and, and you also have things like aldosterone going on. And those four different categories are going to be in four different layers inside of the adrenals too. So it's like a super fucking complex. It's like the liver is kind of like, you know, this, but it's like, when you look at the adrenals, they're so small, like they're so fucking complex as well. It's crazy. So let me, we know, we all know that adrenal fatigue is not recognized in Western medicine. No. And I've spoken to my doctor because I work with Jason. Jason's my coach. Um, and I haven't checked in in a while, by the way, but, <laughs> but I think he knows, he knows that. Uh, but yes, um, <laughs> um, one of the things that, um, that I've spoken to my doctor is that I, I always, in, in, ever since I started working with Jason, I've actually learned through working with him, how to manage my own cortisol. But even then, Jay, I still run very high cortisol. Yeah. Uh, I, I just, I just had my, my blood work done. I'm going to have it again, actually, because I want to check a couple other things. Um, and I'm still around 19. I don't, I yeah. rarely break 19, man. And I mean, I was 30 back in January and I was having bad, you know, sides from it, you know, um, sometimes the people that, you know, the people that, are more type A are going to probably run a little higher. You know, we're going to have more adrenaline. We're going to have more of that fight or fight, that stage one. And we're probably going to pop in and out of like that stage one a lot. And so, you know, as your cortisol starts to climb, you're heading into that stage one, that alert phase, that flight or fight, and you're staying there more. But think about it. Like you're, you know, you got a lot of things going on. You know, you're running businesses and so am I. And you got- A lot of people good. thrive in that too. Like it yeah. feels fucking good. It feels uh, like- let's fucking go like yeah. let's go let's get this yeah. let's get money let's get business let's hustle and like you were it's right so fun to be there you're right but you crash you crash and, because i'm telling you i i feel like now i feel like i'm crashing right yeah. literally there's days like, like yesterday I, there's yesterday give you an example yesterday and i was very quiet yesterday man i just and i love to train man i love to fucking lift i love to train i don't yeah. ever ever rarely miss a training session yesterday bro i went to the gym it wasn't happening, man. Yeah. It, it, it just, I just, you know what? I said, there's nothing to do. I better go and rest. So for people that are going through some adrenal fatigue issues that is not recognized, because I talked to my doctor, she's like, we don't recognize that as, as a medical. I mean, that's why like I use hypoadrenal a lot of times, but that's more towards the end, like stage four. It's like, we're yeah. talking about like, you can be just in fatigue in your stage one, you know, and stage one is the alert system. It's like where that's where like Sonia's saying it feels good. Well, yeah, it feels good. Like, DHEA is up, adrenaline is up. So like you got all your adrenaline hormones just cranking. Yeah, yeah, like you feel good. And I used to say, when I was in law school and competing and doing all that shit, people would ask me, are you nervous? And I'm like, I don't really get nervous. Well, the thing was, I was always in flight or fight. I was always up here. Right. Yeah. And then like, 
eventually I learned to come down and I'm like, oh Jesus, man. No wonder. The- it's just I was always pegged on 10. I'd get out of bed and be like, let's go run a fucking marathon. So, <laughs> and that's let's how go. I live my life. And it's helped. I'm very successful. I mean, you know, yeah. I hope that you can say that without people getting pissed at you. But like, you know, I feel that way. And it's like, but I think part of that is because of of, of that is how my body goes. But that's yeah. right. When we come in and out of that that stage one a lot throughout our lives. And I'm better now at at, at getting back out of it and getting your body calm but when you're not that's when you head to stage two and we can go there in a minute but what, like right now like you know if you got anything else to add and say one i will say like like one of the things too it's like you said it's like we go through state you nailed it we go through stages where we're in that fight or flight response or we're just we're we're busier i call them seasons clients like we're mm-hmm. in a busier season and i think like one of the most important things to do is identify when you are in that season to remove extra stressors from your life. For example, if you are in a very high stress, like you're working now long hours at work and you have a deadline and stuff like that. I'm up here in Seattle. A lot of my clients will have like, we'll do like stuff over in India. So maybe they're going to bed late, making up early for deadlines. Okay. We're not going to be doing hit training during that time. We're not doing any high intensity stuff. We're not doing to failure sets. We're not doing high volume. We're adding in more like yoga or walks, adding in more breath work. So I think the other thing too, is knowing that you're not always going to be able to be like, I can't be stressed right now. Because again, it feels fucking good when you're there. It's starting to identify that adding in things like hit training and other stressors in your life, while they may feel like they relieve stress temporarily for a minute, they're actually adding towards the long-term stress leading into that phase too. So can you kind of like break down for us, like when you see that transition happen from a person, like going from that phase one to phase two and what the different symptoms are in that transition. Even before we, hold on, Jason, even before we get started, this is a good segue into what Sony's asking. Break down each phase. What is phase one? Oh, like okay. phase two, phase three, phase four. That way okay. our, our audience can actually- To give them just say, like an overview real quick. So like yeah. phase one is the alert system, like, you know, or the alert phase. Like, you know, again, your adrenaline's cranking, uh, cortisol's cranking. Um, you're basically in that flight or fight and you're you're still getting a cortisol response. So your body feels fine. DHEA is up. Um, you know, there's a lot of things that are up. You might even have like an upregulated thyroid just for a bit, high blood pressure, all these things like you just feel alert, like- ready to fucking roll you live there too long you don't learn to come down then you get to phase two and they sometimes call it like dismay like you start to you're still pumping out cortisol the gland is still working but now dhea starts to trickle down a little bit and now you start noticing testosterone can fall thyroid can start maybe down regulating not too hard yet till we get to stage three but like your body's starting to realize hey we're 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 in that fight or fight all the time and so you're going to notice poor recovery okay you're going to notice some days like you had ron where you get to the gym and now you can't even barely move yeah. and that's where you got to listen to it that, that was me so that's like you know that's popping in that that dismay set part you know you're starting to get to that situation where you're down regulating three is resistance like at this point you're not really getting enough cortisol like it's it's getting to be an issue and you're gonna have a big drop off in dhea you're gonna have a big drop off in sex hormones and at this point the body is trying to slow itself down so you might even see a down regulated thyroid yeah so then that's when we get really heavy into those like sluggish constipation sluggish digestion all those things because now the body's like really trying to drop itself off out of that flight or fight then finally in that situation like just to kind of give you how you feel, you'll feel listless. Um, 
not able to basically respond to the duties of your day and everything seems like it's just the way to the world in part. Yeah. Um, finally, you get to burnout and this is where you're not producing enough cortisol. And a lot of us catch our clients before this, okay? We'll see cortisol hot. But I've gotten some of these where someone's at a 2.5, a three, a four on their, on their cortisol, on their, on their serum. And that's super low. I like 10 to 18. And they're going to tell you, like, if I get up, it feels like I have 20 pounds on my back. I walk through the day like this around 2 p.m. I want to take a nap. They're going to, like, really kind of be in a situation where they're looking at sweets to try to, like, spike themselves. Um, so at this point, they are just tanked and their body is down for the count. And yeah. that one's really difficult to get out of. And you can, and we do get clients like that. But a lot of times we catch our people probably around one or two really is where we normally find it. And coaches need to be good at recognizing number two, like, and helping their clients, like just understand, Hey, it's okay to take a rest day. It's okay to not, you know, push that day. Now for a prep, this has to be managed in different yeah. ways, supplementation, different things. But I'm just talking about someone who's living the lifestyle. You got to manage this whole situation and kind of know what you're looking at. And it's one of those things where a lot of us don't understand. I didn't understand this in my 20s. And, it, and, yeah. and I did have physical symptoms. And I did have problems where I think my adrenals were shot. Um, around 2014, I couldn't get in shape. And that's not like me. Um, I did the show anyways. I looked like shit. And I, I had adrenal issues. I had clock circadian rhythm. So anyways, now that we learn more of this, we can really help ourselves in this situation. So those are the stages. I think one of the things too, like for coaches listening or anyone like listening right now is like, one of the biggest things I like to point out with clients or I see in a trend and you, it's in the research is like when you are transitioning from stage one to stage two, one of the biggest factors to look at is the change in neurotransmitters. So when you're in stage one, you're high cortisol and you're high neurotransmitters. We're like, let's do it. Let's go. I'm on fire. I'm running. Hell yeah. I'm staying up late. I want to see my, like you feel about it, about it. Right. Yeah, that's the actual scientific term, yeah, not about it. It, it says stage one, not about it. Um, when you go into stage two, what happens is you actually have a drop in neurotransmitters. So that's where you'll see you're still at that higher cortisol, but now you're a little bit more like depressed, anxiety, not in it as much, not really as social, not wanting to go to events, not finding yourself being like as quote unquote outgoing. And you'll also see like a change when you start to see clients who are all of a sudden like, they're, they're going through, now they're getting sick a little bit more often, or they're dealing with like inflammation, infections, just like little things where they're like, oh, you know, I got a sinus infection and then I'm sick down there. So like, those are signs that you can start to see that I'll even ask my clients. I'll be like, Hey, have you been going out? Have you been being more social? I just don't feel like it feel like just staying in. Those are all really good signs to look at that. Someone's transitioning from that stage one to stage two. So here's a question for you, Jason. Um, how do you typically, let's, let's, stage one and stage two, are, I wouldn't consider, they're more acute, right? I think when you start getting more into chronic, you're looking into stage three and four. Mm-hmm. Um, how do you manage? And, and one of the, some of the questions actually I got back from, from our posts was yeah. how do you manage stage three and four? Let's mm-hmm. start with that. Uh, mm-hmm. Do you, if you basically are coaching somebody, let's say you're coaching me and I'm, I'm at stage three, hypothetically, which is very possible, (laughs) 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 which is very possible. I'm having my free consult here. Um, If I want to get out of it, do you, would you immediately add DHEA, Cortese, uh, by new ethics, obviously, 
some of those compounds to try to get cortisol level down and, and what rates are, so what, how do you manipulate those things yeah. to, to yeah. get a little bit more control of, of that situation? So I take a really like um, multifaceted approach. It's nutrition, it's training, it's cardio and it's supplementation, right? So I look at all of it um, from a nutrition standpoint, like, because a lot of times by now there's some gut issues. So I'm going to try to, you know, clean up the diet. That doesn't necessarily have to be low FODMAP. It could be Mediterranean. It could be just that they eat so damn bad that just getting them doing a typical, you know, um, cleaner foods will help. So you kind of got to look at where they're at and where you can lead them. But we're going to start with good nutrition because we got to get them fed. When they're in that situation, carbs really help. But sometimes they've lowered their carbs so low that you got you to bring it back in phases. So, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll tackle that, get a nice diet, and then add it potentially slow. I also then bring down um, their cardio. A lot of times they're doing a ton of cardio. A lot of times they might be addicted to it. Um, so I bring that down and I like a lot of walking, slow list walking, 110, 100 beats per minute, um, you know, maybe 20 minutes a morning, maybe just four times a, a week in the morning. But I like morning because it kicks in the parasympathetic. It usually helps you sleep better too by getting that light right at your eye in the morning. It helps retrain your circadian rhythm. So there's a lot of benefits to getting them out kind of outdoors, but it's slow walking, just moving. We're just moving. I pull training back a lot, man. Like, especially if we're talking three or four, they might only get to train once or twice a week, man. And it's going to be like three to four reps in reserve. And that's I'm miserable, right? Honestly, if they're truly in these stages, they're wiped by their training. Like they are literally wiped out by their training. Um, sore as hell. I just can't recover. So it can only be one or two times. So we use a lot of restorative yoga. So that's kind of how we bring down like the stress of the training and, you know, the cardio, no, no, uh, no CrossFit, no um, hits, uh, no, no hot yoga. Just, just, we're just working to bring the body down. Um, and so once we get that, a lot of times I'll put uh, Metapure when we're talking supplementation to bring inflammation down. That's uh, a product that we make that helps improve detoxification. It'll bring inflammation down. It's got curcumin, quercetin. I mean, the freaking it's loaded. It's one of our best products we've made. And so I start there with the diet to get things detoxing and moving. And then, yeah, I would basically put them on Adrena Health here. Adrena Health. Um, you know, two in the morning, two midday. It's going to help get them going. But you can use things like taurine. That'll help. Vitamin C will help. Yeah, and then, I need your. You know, I might, I, if their thyroid sluggish because of all this, which a lot of times it is at this point in stage three or four, I might give them our thyroid. thyroid boost. All what I'm trying to do is support the function issues so that I can now start to bring the carbs up because to fix a, like adrenal uh, burnout, I need carbs in the body over time. But if I did that right at the beginning and put them on five, you know, five, 600 calories extra from carbs. I'm going to overload the body. They're going to get fat and they're going to lose confidence in me. Plus that's just not the way to do this. So it's, everyone's got to work in holistic approach, but I'm telling you this, if they truly are in three or four and we can confirm it on labs, you know, fives on your cortisol, fours, three, this takes time. I'm telling my people six months minimal, and we got to get them off caffeine and all these different things, because basically usually in stage two, that's the wired and tired phase. And that's when they develop the relationship with more caffeine. That's when you start seeing them add more caffeine. So they get to the point in three or four that it's caffeine every two hours. They'll go from an energy drink to a cup of coffee and then to this and to that. 
And so you've got to back all that out too. So it takes time, man. And I always tell people six months. I always try to under promise and over deliver when I'm coaching. I feel like it's, go ahead. No, go ahead. It's this cycle too. You'll start to see where it's like, people don't realize like what extra stressors are and like inflammation in the body adds a stress. So it's like inflammation happens because of stress, but that is also a major stress on your body. And then it can be little things like, like you said, like not getting adequate sleep, like recovering from a surgery, bad blood sugar regulation. So like when you're going and going all the time and you're busy and then all of a sudden you're like, Hey, I haven't eaten all day, or maybe I'm just going to do this. Or I'm starting out my day here. Like poor blood sugar regulation throughout the day will absolutely add extra stress on the body as well as more inflammation. Then if you're kind of living off more processed foods, more, you know, saturated fat diet, things like that, you're also adding inflammation. So it can just kind of be this cycle. When you start to get busy, we look for those quicker options. We're doing protein bars. Now we're talking about inflammation in the gut. So it's like when you, like when Jason broke it down, it's kind of like addressing inflammation is like the first and foremost, because the body won't heal if we're not removing that. It's like, a scab's trying to heal and you're picking the scab off every single day. Nothing will change. And that's like one of the biggest things that has to happen. I think one of the things I've seen with the vaccine, and again, whatever anyone's fucking opinion about this is, is totally fine, is a complete increase in inflammation inside of the body. And it almost pushes people from that one edge to the next right now. So being super mindful of that's huge in this day and age with the vaccine and with COVID. Yeah. Yeah. The inflammation is big. Um, and it's going to be there, um, in droves once they're in that stage three or four. Yeah. Uh, So yeah, I mean, that's why like the diet helps, like everything that I listed, like helps to bring down that inflammation, which will then put you in a position to, uh, basically heal. But you know, a lot of times in new ethics, we like, we answer questions for all of our clients. Like It'll be like, what stack do I use for, for adrenal fatigue? Do you ever you know? use licorice? I do. It's great. I just I just watch if they have blood pressure issues because it jacks yeah. it up. But like we'll get questions like, what should we do for adrenal fatigue? And I'm like, man, this is a whole process. Like we can uh, certainly give you supplements, but like unless you attack the root of it, mm. like and yeah. deal with some of your own stressors in life, fix your diet, like this is only going to be a band-aid. The supplements are part of the supplement, the whole protocol. And so and everything I said today to get out of it, you've got to do. You can't just go, oh, okay, I'm going to go grab Medicare. And, and I have yeah. a company, you know what I'm saying? But like, it's got to be everything. The training has to be addressed. The inflammation, all these things, the diet, it's all got to be addressed. It's so true because I feel like with something like estrogen dominance, it's not very easy or like SIBO. It's like, but it's kind of like you do this, you do that, you pull that, you open up these detoxification pathways. You like, you can kind of like stack it a little bit more. But when it comes to adrenal fatigue, I feel like it's very specific to clients as like, okay, where are we adding DHEA? Where are we, or are we adding pregnenolone versus DHEA? Where are we adding licorice throughout the day? Is it that you're wired and tired or are you fatigued? Like those tiny little things make a difference in supplement timing with each client as well. Yeah. You know, and I do, I do, if someone really has, a low bottomed out score, Ron, like you're asking about, I usually get a four point ZRT at that point, because Mm -hmm. that's going to tell me, how do you look at noon? How do you look at 5 PM? How do you look at night? And honestly, it could be like rolling, you know? So like I might hit them with Adrena health in the morning because they're they're coming back low, but by night they might actually be high. High. And so they're flopped, which is what happened to me in 2014. So I wish at that point I had my adrenal health and I had my 40s. I did take supplements, but I had to take a whole bunch of bottles of different shit 
to, to, to train it. But by getting that four-point cortisol test, which is done with saliva, you can see where you're low and high. And so you can better zero in on your supplementation protocols. I think the biggest issue is that, uh, and I had a bunch of questions actually yesterday when I asked questions, um, a lot of people would ask you, well, what supplements should I run to get yeah. big, right? Yeah. And, and, and the, the answer is, you have- It's everything I do, man. It, like, that's just not the supplements. It's it, everything it's, I do. Exactly. It's like, right. why don't you focus on nutrition first? Because yeah. you're not going to get, they think, people think that you're going to get big by taking a supplement, yeah. right? If your nutrition is not dialed in and you're eating low carbs and low everything, you're at 1400 calories. I don't give a shit what you, well, I mean, we go on trend, but, but you, you, you know, you, they, everybody wants this, this, the quick solution, the easy, what do I do? And it's, well, they do. it's, yeah. it's even like that, you know, the gym bros at the gym, like honestly, most like 80% of guys need to crunch or at least some sort of testosterone. When you look at them, they don't look like they're on shit. You know, I mean, and it's like everyone just wants that quick fix. And it's like, man, like I got like I got like this because of everything I've done for 25 years. It's lifestyle. It's kind of like the same thing that Sonia's talking about. It's like, how do you how do you implement lifestyle changes is going to be very impacting to the way that you're going to fix your issues. Then you throw in nutrition, then you throw in supplementation. Mm -hmm. and It all forms a synergistic effect. Right. It's not just one thing. Yeah. And it's not about what you can eat and what you can push. It's about what you can recover from and what you can absorb. And those are absolutely different things. You could be eating protein and not absorbing any of it. I'll see this high protein diets with low total protein in the body, which tells me there's hypochloridia. So like low stomach acid and they'll have like low iron, like like zinc, like all the things like alkaline phosphate, things are low on labs showing me that their stomach acid is low and they're pushing, you know, 250 grams of protein for a 200 pound male. And it's like, they're not growing. It's like your waste. Now you're causing excess inflammation because your yeah. body can't even break it down. So it's really yeah, levels are probably high too. Bun levels yeah. It's high. like, you have to start with the shit. That's not so fucking sexy. Cause no one wants to post about woke up and slept in <laughs> woke up and got in front of my happy light, hit my yeah. steps in my water today. No, it's like, I'm pushing this and this is my new PR. I'm like, let's go. And these it are my 500 pounds. This is my eight <laughs> meals a day. And I eat every two hours to get my boosting threshold. And it's like, dude, it's like, tell me about your, like, okay, let's talk about your methylation process. Like no one wants to know about that shit. It's not sexy, but it's what matters the most, you know? Well, I think, you know, that's a good segue into like what we also see with this and what you asked about Ron yeah. uh, earlier said we were going to cover was digestion, digestion. Um, with adrenal issues we see a lot of digestion issues and there's like a couple reasons you know like the stress uh, lowers um basically stomach acid so in phase one you can have hypochloridia like which you know sonia was talking about and that is going to cause food to sit and so then you could end up down down the line with SIBO or things of that nature because of food sitting but you know, you're you're by the time you get to phase three, even if you made it through that, um, your thyroid's look. And so now food can sit again and cause more issues. And if food's sitting, you can reabsorb estrogens. There's a whole lot of things that go on here, and we see a lot of gut problems with adrenal fatigue or hypoadrenalism, however you want to. Would you say that you can correlate digestion issues? Because I run, I'm taking now Pepsin. Um, uh, uh, betaine actually, um, 
because of the low acid, I have low stomach acid. So I identify that. And everything you're saying is basically what I'm dealing with right now, uh, which is actually one of the reasons why I want to talk about adrenal fatigue. Is adrenal fatigue correlates to digestion issues or is it the cortisol level, the, or is it the cortisol that actually well, uh, correlates to, to the low stomach acid or all three of them, adrenal, cortisol, low stomach acid? Well, that's a good question. I mean, I, 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 let's, let's try to like dissect it. So, you know, if you're stressed, right? Like let's say you had your, your digestion was fine and you go into a stressful season, that's known to cause it. Um, your cortisol is going to go up. Your stress is going to go up. And that is going to cause less production in some people that are prone of stomach acid. It doesn't have to happen. There are people that I know have rock guts and they go fine throughout the stages of, you know, basically life going in and out of stage one. But a lot of people then do have that stomach acid. So I think you have the stress, you have the cortisol rising, and then you have the lower stomach acid production. It's, it's a circle. It's a vicious yeah. circle. Basically, it's not what it comes first. So what, how do you, how would you repair something like that when you have somebody that has uh, when let's not talk about chronic, chronic adrenal fatigue, right? Let's talk about maybe from an acute standpoint, mm -hmm. uh, what, what do you throw at uh, uh, without, you know, it, it, let's not talk about the complete circle of what everybody has to do. We all understand it's, it's a lifestyle change. It's nutrition, it's sleep, it's yeah. lowering your stress. I know I all those that's things. when you're at stage three and four, but there's definitely like very basic stuff that you can right. do like stage one and two, like vitamin C is always like a big fuck that I think is like, it's inexpensive. It's cheap. It helps with a lot of stuff. You know what I mean? And like, like H8, like getting in good stomach acid, digestive enzymes. What are some things that people can do right now? And they're already experiencing like fatigue, dizziness, bloating, constipation, yeah. some of these things that go with phase one and phase two. Yeah. Well, I think, you know, a big thing they can do is cut down on the reliance of caffeine, um, start to wean that off and let the adrenals kind of start, you know, being a little more healthy. Um, if they are not sleeping well, they can improve their sleep hygiene. That's going to help lower stress. Um, so just kind of put your electronics down early. Um, maybe, maybe you need blue light glasses. Um, I think, I think some people are affected by it worse than others. Let's, I, I really do. Like, oh, for sure. There's no doubt. I have my one son is 17. He will sit on his phone until midnight and pass out on his phone. My seven-year-old, like, he's crazy if we let him get too much Kindle in games. He won't sleep. He'll see bugs at night. Like, so he's the kind of guy that I think, and he doesn't sleep well. Even at seven, we got a melatonin in him. Um, and so I think he's the kind of kid that will have those blue light issues. So that carries over into adults. So I think, you know, improve your sleep hygiene. But you also have to listen to your body. Like what Ron did, again, he went to the gym. He wasn't getting a training response. He felt just listless and burnt. And he said, I'm going to take the day off. I'm going to rest. And you know what? If that one rest day doesn't work, take more. And if it becomes a week, yeah. that's okay. Like rest for the week then. Like I get some people that will check in and like, dude, my last three days of training suck. And if we're not getting ready for a show, and if we are getting ready for a show, I might be at the diet break. But if they're not, I'm like, all right. Let's either deload, we won't train for four days, then we're going to hit two, an upper and a lower, it's going to be real light, or I might just rest them for a week and up their calories. Like that's going to help a lot. That's going to bring cortisol down. And then finally, I'm going to use our cordies. You know, I mean, if they're in a stress period, I might hit them two, three, four times a day with two cats just while this is going on to process that cortisol and it improves metabolism of the cortisol. So those are all things that we see and I watch as a coach when my clients check in and I try to stay on top of it and adjust 
so that we get back out. And just raising carb will help bring cortisol down big time. You know, a lot of people, when they have their refeed, they'll drop the next day. And they're like, oh man, my metabolism kicked into overdrive. And you <laughs> might get a little bit, but really what happened is you lost all that water, cortisol came down. Oh, that's wrong. Oh, yeah. It's so, you know, those are some things you can do in the immediate. Um, your body's always going to tell you. It's always going to give you a sign. Um, you know, less sleep, not digestion, gassy, constipated, less libido. I mean, there are going to be signs there and you've got to listen and, and basically as an overview word, pull back. But then inside of that, do all the things that I just kind of mentioned. And I think, I think one of the biggest things, real quick, Sonia, one of the biggest things is Sonia mentioned it earlier and I think she actually hit a home run with it. It's not sexy because everyone is all about the Instagram rah, 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 which I detest with passion. And it's about, you know, the grind and I have to go in there and I have to like run and I'm sweaty and I'm, you could be dying. Right. And everybody has that mentality where I, I'm on 50 carbs, a hundred carbs. My, my cortisol levels are skyrocketed, but because I saw this video and these guys are just pushing through, I got to do it. Let's take a scientific approach that your body's going to dictate and tell you what's going on with yourself. Uh, the biofeedback that your body's giving you is going to be key for you to move forward. Uh, I've seen it. I'm sure positive. All of you, both of you guys have seen it where sometimes you pull back and I've done it. I think I shared it with you a couple of weeks ago where I actually felt that my cortisol level was rising. Things I cut my cardio completely out and my weight didn't even shift. The following day, I dropped a pound. And that's just me listening to biofeedback 100%. saying, you know, hey, this, you're not, you're, you're beating me to a pulp here, pull back, right? So let's, let's listen to biofeedback. And that's one of the things that I'm most grateful for, uh, for Jason teaching me is exactly that. I didn't fucking know those things back when I started, you know, my, my journey, it was always like, hey, I got to get it done. I'm dying, but I'm going to get my cardio in. And, and then you burn out and you feel like shit and you look like hey, I'm paying my dues. Yeah. dues right. Hey, I got there. Like I said, in 2014, I couldn't get in shape. And I'm like, what the? Right, me, man, you know, and then I had to dig into all this and kind of figure it out. So, um, you know, a lot of times things I teach, I kind of help have get it to myself, you know. Um, so, so let's talk supplementation. What, what I know we talked about adrenal health, I know you talked yeah. about um, cordies, which I'm a big fan of both of those. Actually, I've started taking my adrenal health and cordies together. Let's talk about cortisol resets. So, when you talk about cortisol resets, I know that you, you typically like to do it on, on a refeed day, right? Um, do two caps with every meal. What else from a cortisol reset standpoint, what is your protocol for a cortisol reset to get that inflammation? Get that when I recognize a client like yourself um, and I'm in your shoes, so don't take this the wrong way either. But a lot of times they're more women than men, but I'm in the same boat. Like I just had a repeat uh, on two uh, 500 days in prep because I was, I was just COVID. And so I'm with you. But what happens is on these days um, and I do these carbs come up. And I actually rest people. Like I don't train them. And it might be one day or it might be two days. And I run cordies, depending on budget. In a perfect world, I'd like to do two every four hours. I can push it to five. But like I do that in those, those two days. So we're bringing carbs up. We're not, we're not training. We're not doing cardio. And we're hitting you with something that helps metabolize cortisol. So all that is helping to reset the body a little bit. And then we push hard for five days and then we repeat. And so when I recognize this through labs that, oh God, every time I push it for three, eight weeks or six weeks, 
we're right back where we started. I try to prevent from ever getting there. And that's what I came up with the cortisol resets. It works, guys. I mean, I'm telling you, it fucking works to a charm. I've, I've done it. And I think I, t- I shared with Jason a couple of months, maybe more than a month ago. Uh, I've learned to identify those, those biofeedbacks my body gives me. And just by making those adjustments where I have gone through, for me at that point, I think it was like 350 carbs, 400 carbs back to back. Yep. My weight didn't shift a pound, not even a point two at all. It just mm-hmm. stuck there. And come Monday, because I took Saturday, no, I actually did Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Come Monday, man, I felt like a champ at the gym. I had a great oh, great. You were probably round and probably were like, I'm going to get a picture, man. I look good. Like, you know? I, only, I only take pictures whenever I have those days. Because yeah, right. Full and all that yeah. blood. And I'm like, wow, this, is, this shit's good. Right. But I, I understanding that, guys, and this is, if we get anything out of today, which we have six minutes to wrap this up, and it's also, it's yeah. always great talking to Jason, man. It's just it's a wealth of information, guys. If you guys ever need a good coaching, Jason's, he's the man. Um, really understand the biofeedback aspect of things. If you get anything out of this, more is not always better. Okay. Learn to pull back. And it's the same thing. I had a conversation with Chris yesterday with regards to, to a, a guy that actually pitched on, now pinged us on, on team amino Pier. He he's running a thousand milligrams of trend. He's running Ooh. 600 milligrams of test. He's taking orals and he's complaining. He's all in, man. All in. <laughs> but Super they, high inflammation. But, but let me tell you, the, the hard part of the, the theme, this is the kicker. And, and I always say, I don't like talking shit about people because everybody wants to do whatever they want to do with their body. Mm-hmm. Right. He doesn't look that great. Yeah. That's the problem. And I'm like, for being, you know, and he's talking about like his, he gets like head rushes and I'm like, your blood pressure is probably, yeah, of course your blood pressure and like you're sleeping two hours. I mean, like, is it worth it? Yeah. No. Is it worth it? Yeah. I'm very open about what I do. I'm like, I'm not the biggest. I'm not the biggest. I'm not the baddest. I'm not the leanest. I'm okay. But you know what? I want to be healthy, man. Yeah. I want to be healthy. You know, I talk about my 200 milligrams of, of, um, of tests that I'm on and my 400 milligrams of, of Primo that I'm on. I'm good with that. I actually, I even pulled off of GHEH right now because I'm trying to IGF right now. Uh, what I've noticed is glucose, you need to eat a little bit more carbs with IGF because <laughs> you can go hypo real quick. Uh, so we're all constantly learning with different things, but guys, be cognizant. Listen to biofeedback, man. And if you guys need coach coaches, really find one that is very, very in tune with biofeedback and has a little bit of experience in, 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 um, in functional because it correlates. They both go hand in hand. The way that you feel inside is going to dictate the way that you look on the outside. Uh, Sonia, do you have anything else to add? I just wanted to say like uh, the other thing that's really important in any of these situations when working with stage one, two, three, four, whatever it is, is adopting lifestyle techniques for coping, right? Is it's not always about your stress in your life. It's your perception to your stress that I think also has to be addressed because, you know, there's big and little fucks, but how we react to those situations really has a huge effect on, on our body. So adopting things that are not necessarily going to be added stressors to reduce stress. Like for example, if you use drinking as a stress relief, that has to go. You have to take that out and add something in because again, that's adding more stress on the body. It's harder to recover for more inflammation. If you're doing HIIT training to get stress relief or you're training hard to get that stress relief, again, like moving that out and adding something like, even if it's not like you're, you're someone who's like, I'm just not willing to do yoga. It's like, okay, well, what about just being more like mindful about training? Maybe doing like a three full body day splits instead of like hitting a body part home hard so you can recover easier. That's something I do with my clients is I'll move them to like three or four full body days, like, or doing something like 
like, yes, mindful breathing, box breathing, and like a tangible thing that you can do is like counts in, counts out five and five for like 10. And then next week do 12 and then move up from there. Masturbate. I'm a big fan of that. Like it's great for stress relief. Like it really, really is. I think people don't even think about that. Like it has a lot of benefits inside of the body, especially if you can't commit to like being intimate and showing up with somebody at that time, or you're not in a relationship. So I think adopting new habits that are also going to help lower stress inside of your body and identifying what are like four things inside of your life that are adding stress that you can swap out for something else. Like these are actual like tangible things that you guys can take and implement right now, even if you're not in stage one or stage two, just to have a better quality of life overall. Awesome. Guys, always great to have Jason on. I know this is a short episode. We need to have you for a longer one where we can talk about getting to the nitty gritty of things. Um, Thank you for coming on, Jay. That was a pleasure. Sonia, thank you for coming on as well. As always, guys, uh, I hope that this is a great episode enough for you guys to understand that whatever you see on Instagram or social media is not always the solution to your problems. We had a lot of questions with regards to how to fix certain issues and, and whatnot, but I hope that you can, can take something away from this, this, this episode today and, and this understanding, knowing when to pull back and when to feel better. And you're going to notice that if, when you do, you're going to start noticing some changes, not only from a physiological standpoint, but also your well-being overall. With that being said, guys, thank you for coming on. I will see you guys next week. We have episode 23. Like I said, I'm a little bit behind, but we will get there. Sounds good. Talking all things fertility. Ooh, great topic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Super excited. All right, bye.